Hello, everybody. This is Death by a Thousand Crits, the D&D actual play podcast where I, Dante Longoria, kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> try to kill my wonderful D minus. Oh, boo. <laughs> In our excitement of recording episode four, we actually forgot to record an intro for that episode. So here we are recording this intro a full year after we actually recorded the episode. Uh, so this is I didn't this know you were like, going to actually tell them. Oh yeah, we got and we got to stay true to our listeners, guys. So like this is this is before Hollywood Orange Man. Come on, yeah, no way, dude. <laughs> Oh, this we know what happens now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know, like, Oren got that gnarly curse, you know. Yeah, you know, you guys yeah. know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mork yeah. had, like, a full-on growth spurt. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, wild. He got I, all I, handsome. I don't, I don't know what happened here. Oh, what the yeah. heck? Uh, and then Earl became a real boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Bertram you guys remember Bertram just over. died. Yeah, Bertram. Bertram, Bertram was Bertram eaten. Bertram is gone by his own dog. God rest his soul. Krieger ate him. Yeah, Krieger ate him. Ate him. <laughs> True. And now Josh is Josh is playing that gnome now. That's right. What's what's your what's your new gnome's name? I, I can't remember. Uh, Grumple Gus Ugly Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. And he's based upon myself, according to I got from Dante. Whoa. Um, that's so that's yeah. true. It's a whole thing. So over one year, we've just gotten uh, worse as people. <laughs> We're here from the people. future to warn ourselves in the past about how it's, dark this campaign work. gets. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but please keep now. listening. Please keep listening. Please keep listening. <laughs> no, you can't if you want to, but yeah, just be warned. Into darkness. Uh, <laughs> all right, so for our cast today, I guess, today, then, right? For this today, episode. Today. today is today. Uh, we have the jumbled Matt Thompson. Jumbled. Wow. Yeah. So that would make me Tam Nasmat. That's a jump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I play Oren. I was playing Oren then and I still play Oren now. He's spoilers. I know right. He's a gun mage and the captain of the grand ship Wanderer. Yeah, and he was at level five at this point, I believe. So. Oh yeah, he was just a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the rumpled Hunter Stanley. <laughs> He's all clean shaven. Well, at the point he episode, at, at this point he was rumpled. Yeah, the rest yeah. of the episode you can hear my beard, so it does. Yeah, it's still rumpled. <laughs> um. Yep. So I am in this episode playing Brill. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's uh, he's the rogue who likes to stab and uh, question his existence as a metal being. <laughs> Existential crisis <laughs> all classic, the time. Classic yeah. stuff that you encounter in D&D. Last episode right? really, really hit hard, Hunter. Oh. You know, oh yeah. asked a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> next we have the bumbled Josh Kinnear. I see what you're doing here. Okay. It's very uh, clever. I play Grumble okay. Gus Ugly. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Not My bad. Bertram Athelnabby, who I think was level six. No, everyone's level. Uh, Is five? No, because. Everyone's uh, level five except for Orin, who's level six. You said no, he's, he's our five. daddy. Yeah. That's why he, he kind of gets daddy. angry at me the next episode. I, I was a different level. So listen to see why he gets angry. Um, <laughs> uh, he has a dog, Krieger, who who's pretty much uh, backpacked him this whole time, according yeah. to Rolls. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good episode for Josh. Also, you meet a, you meet your best friend, Josh. Hey, spoilers! I don't I'm like sorry. this. I don't like this. <laughs> you don't like living in the you, future? You, <laughs> it's, it's not the fun future. here. The future is now. 
Next time, let's do an intro for an episode that we haven't recorded yet. <laughs> oh, oh man. Man. That's gnarly. And last, but definitely the least, the crunkled. Oh, crunk. Crunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm playing Mark. I think this is before he becomes a monk, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> before he yeah. finds his religion, yes. Yeah. yes. I think this fun, is when yeah. he still has his crunk cup, so therefore the, yeah. the intro. That makes sense. It all makes sense now. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we, we just got on the Wanderer. Yeah, yeah. We're about to, yeah. About about to, to do some, some downtime uh, activities. Yeah. yeah. He's going to play some Wanda Mama yeah. by himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Hey, no spoilers, Hunter. Solo <laughs> mode. <laughs> All right, now, as a reminder to our listeners, this is a campaign of high risk. Punches will not be pulled. Villains will actively attempt to kill characters, but only if the need arises and decisions have consequences, both good and bad. All right, uh, last episode's recap. So last episode, the gang met the incredibly awesome Duncan Dunedane. Mort got pranked. Brill posed some intense existential questions. Bertram had many questions of his own. And Oren made it back to his loving crew. It was just like a big family reunion. Yay. Yeah. Uh, in this, this is before they betray us, right? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is before uh, yeah. the, the before helmsman they're... takes over the ship and all that stuff. Yeah, we, we throw we, a mutiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> so... We got some downtime activities coming up in this episode. Let's so let's see if the boys can stay out of trouble, Woo-hoo. or at least not make things too awkward, you know, <laughs> or or be too ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all so <laughs> ugly. That's <Yeah>. all. <laughs> that's not what. Spoiler matters. alert! It's Spoiler. not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're <just> uglier. <laughs> they are a bunch of uggos. <laughs> I mean, we're only Absolute getting older, models. gentlemen. We're only getting older. Everybody on the ship is the model, even the dragonborn. <laughs> all right, you guys ready? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Here Wait, we go. ready then or ready now? Yeah, ready our warnings. <laughs> ready to end now. Don't do it. Travel Before through leave, time back Hunter, to the future now. Don't forget to <laughs> go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> I've had time travel reference. Yes. <laughs> so we are going to be doing some downtime activities, everybody. Uh, for our listeners who don't really know what that is, that's where. Our PCs, characters, take the chance to build their characters more, work towards leveling up, try new things out, essentially kind of flesh out their characters. We will be doing this here and there during Death by a Thousand Crits, mostly because level-ups are going to be few and far between because we are starting at such high levels. So that's what we're going to be doing right now. All right, so Mork, Sister D. Yes pulled you aside she's taking you to the kitchen holding your hand the whole entire time uh just kind of talking to you about whatever comes to her mind as she's leading you towards the kitchen to make you a delicious meal hmm. uh sister sis, uh, sister do you, you know i'm really oh. not super hungry it's it's okay but actually got a lot just i uh, got a lot of adrenaline running through my body oh. right now <laughs> oh co- come now come now dearie come now and she pats you on the back again uh, yeah, you have very soft hands. Uh, uh, really, really though, it's, it's okay. Come, you don't need to... <laughs> come now. And all of a sudden, Mork, you feel this very soothing energy oh. about you, and you start to feel relaxed, <laughs> right? Wow, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm coming down. You get to the, you get to the kitchen, and she sits you the kitchen and the dining area are are one room under the deck of the ship very very basic there's a a little stove in the corner you can tell it's run by magic arcane powers so it's really not any danger to catching the ship on fire there's pots and pans rudimentary plates and bowls Just, just very basic stuff that you need to eat she goes to she goes over to the stove and she takes out a pan. She goes under uh, in the pantry, start taking stuff out, puts it in the pot, 
and just starts cooking. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Mark, tell me, where do you come from? Where do you come from, dear? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of from, kind of from all around. You know, I traveled a lot. And, uh, <laughs> hey, do you need help with anything? Or you, uh, I mean, I'm no, not no, no, no. You don't. You don't need to cook for me, but I can help you if you want. Or I, I understand. This was this seems like it was your first time in in combat, correct? No. Why she looks you say at that? She, she looks at more kind of like that mom look, right? <laughs> no, not mom look. Like a like a grandma look. Oh no! <laughs> Even That's worse. So, much worse. <laughs> so piercing. <laughs> mom looks. Plus and she goes amplified. It's two moms. <laughs> she goes, Mork, Mork, dear. There's just, you don't need to lie here. Oh, everybody, no, everybody's had here. combat their first time. Everybody's experienced it. I it's mean, okay I'm, to feel how you feel. I, I mean, I fight my demons uh, every day. If you know what I mean. So, you could say I'm in combat constantly. Oh, you too. She looks at you. And goes, oh, you too. And she oh, wow. brings over her her pot, and she starts putting the food out into the bowl oh, in front of you. Mac and cheese, nice. I love mac and cheese. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's it's what I love to eat after combat. It just puts me in a better mood. Wow, you know, I I thought you were gonna make like a big, like feast or meal or something, but yeah, I could get down on some mac and cheese. That actually sounds pretty good right now. That look, it's like a spelling it and stuff. Wow. She places her hand on you. Oh, on good. your hand and she goes she gives you a little wink. And again, she's she's much shorter than you, so she's looking up at you. And her robes start to turn blue. And it looks kind of like the ocean swing. And you see the same thing in her eyes. And she places her hand on Mork. And she goes, she winks at, at Mork. And she goes, we'll make that for you next time. Wow, that's really nice of you. You uh, now have Mork. You have advantage on your next saving throw. All right. After eating what you ate. I love Grandma. <laughs> Grandma D. <laughs> Grandma D. Grandma Sister D. <laughs> Grandma Sister <laughs> sister, grandma. We're sister, gonna grandma, grandma sister. <laughs> we're gonna sister. cut over to Brill. So Brill, you ended up being in your room. Ace is there, and he asks asked you if you had another vision after being at the source of the. What's it called? Uh, I forget. What's it called, guys? The wild magic search. Yeah, wild magic search. I apologize. And you told him, yes, you have. What else are you guys talking about right now? So Brill knows that Ace isn't a big talker. Right. So we just sit there sometimes in silence. Yeah. And he he told you that he was going to look keep a lookout for anything suspicious that Bertram and Mark. He goes, did you find anything? special and you know that he's into like these uh, occult objects he's always trying to collect them you don't really know why uh it's just kind of like a hobby that he's that he's doing or that he does uh we didn't find something but we found somebody or what used to be somebody a body what was it Well, it it was a body. His body. body. Seemed to be possessed or killed by wild magic. And, Uh, hmm. uh, well, it's, I believe it's decaying or is decayed completely because of this wild magic. Ace folds his arms uh, and you kind of hear like the creaking of his gears as he does so. And you see on his arm, looks like he has new tattoos again arcane symbols and you know that he does this to himself he tattoos himself so he he actually sits there and he like takes a piece of metal or or knife and he 
he etches these symbols into himself, which is very, very hard to do on Warforged. And he just sits there contemplating what, what you just told him. He goes, I think dark things are afoot, bro. Dark, dark things. When aren't they? Valid point. Let me ask you, Ace. Mm-hmm. When you carve those tattoos in, do you ever wish that you had feeling? Nice. That was deep. Oh, Short damn. answer to that, bro, is yes. But I am who I am because I don't feel. Yeah, we are. We are. Because we, we are. don't feel. And then Brill pulls out a knife. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that dark, Shit. guys. No, no, no. It's not that dark. <laughs> Good God! And then he takes out a takes out a really small sharpening stone. It's just one of his little little tiny daggers, and he just starts sharpening. Ace sits down next to you, and you see his arm transform into like this what looks like a, a blunderbuss, and he starts to kind of go through the mechanics of it and tinker with it and and essentially clean his gun right so that's what you guys are doing right now real you get a plus one on your next damage roll we're gonna cut over to bertram so bertram talmuk took you down to the engine room just kind of Knowing that that you're an artificer yourself, he just quickly explained how things work in the engine room. He he recognized that you understood completely, uh, and he kind of left you to your own devices. It's been a, it's been about a day, where he, after he's taught you, you know how the engine room works, uh, what you need to look for for problems, just making sure that you feel comfortable here, and. After that, he really hasn't talked to you much. Just kind of, you guys woke up that next morning. He went in and got you, brought you back down to the engine room, showed you what, what happened during the night while everyone was, was sleeping, explained to you how to fix it. And then that's the last thing he's he's told you. That's the last thing he, he said to you. He's, he's just kind of in there just tinkering, uh, kind of just going about his business not real talkative okay that that works for Bertram uh, I think what he's probably doing is a lot of PMI stuff on the equipment so like preventative maintenance inspections and all that okay. just like uh, since I have those little, since he has those boots where he can just like basically teleport short distances he's probably just bouncing between things keeping busy <laughs> and uh, I think the mood strikes him and he get he gets an inventive okay. um, so he uh, goes over to the workbench or whatever passes for one on board Yep. and uh, whistles for Krieger to come by and when he sits down he just pads him on the side and this little this little drawer thing opens with all his tools in it. Wait, from the dog? Yeah, he's a metal Heck dog. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Hidden awesome. compartments. That's nice. <laughs> and so he's going to throw one of his pistols on and basically wipe off the infusion I put on that. So my, my main... Revolver isn't going to have a plus one damage anymore, which I do not give that up easily, but (laughs) (laughs) Artificer's got an artifice (laughs) (laughs) He's got it. He's got a tinker. He he is it's very much the He doesn't want to be alone, but he doesn't want to talk thing. So he's cool with just having his uh, engine room buddy hanging out just not talking it's go ahead go ahead and make a perception check uh bertram Um, while you're working on on this like set you're setting everything up on this bench oh that's a nat one fella okay yeah you don't notice you don't notice anything (laughs) (laughs) 
you just kind of hear Talmuk in the background just kind of limping limping along he's a big heavy guy so when he when he walks everyone can kind of hear it which is another reason why he likes being in the engine room because he can kind of disappear when he normally can't because he's so enormous so you're trying to make what Bertram well it's technically a bag of holding so I can throw a bunch of other like random shit in there Okay. But the main idea is just making like a really small sheath for his two-handed scimitar. It's gonna awesome. be like what, like a knife <laughs> scabbard, but inside of it is a two-handed scimitar instead. <laughs> That's so <laughs> of my roof. Fucking Bertram wow. slanging a scimitar. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> uh, yeah, brother. He's a half. So. That's badass. Wow. So, here's how we're awesome. gonna do this, my guy. Okay. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna do three checks. Okay, you are trying to bring down the DC of making this bag of holding down to zero. Okay, in your three checks. Now you can get advantage on the checks if someone does give you the help action. So just kind of keep that in mind better ask Talmud for help. So right now, the DC is 50. 50? Yep. With three rolls? With three rolls. Wait, but 20 times three. Alright, okay, but... Here's what you're going to do. Yeah, so you have your tinkerer's tools, right? Yeah. And you're proficient in them? Yes. Okay, so that adds what to your proficient, to your rolls? Oh, three. Okay, so you add three to whatever roll you have. Okay, doke. Okay. Sound good? I'm ready to start whenever you are. You oh, better I'm ask not. that boy Talmud for help. <laughs> I can't. Only a hand, my guy. Um, so, what, I, I know I rolled a one, which I don't know if it matters if I have a plus... Uh, where is... I have a plus two. I don't know if that's going to change anything for that since it was like a skill check or whatever but hold on do you already roll we haven't uh, did we start officially if we haven't started officially then that roll doesn't count oh i don't know you just you said i needed to roll so i rolled okay okay it starts it starts now okay (laughs) i'm gonna gonna help you out with this a little bit because i'm a kind dm Sometimes, yeah. I'm a kind god. Okay, so you got a what a plus three? Uh, yeah. Well, for the the tinkering step, yes. Okay. For perceptions. Sir, for per, no, just just your proficiency bonus. That's all I need. Oh, okay. That's all you need. I, I was talking about the for the perception thing, like since oh, I rolled no. a one. Yeah, that that moment's gone. That moment's gone. Okay. That already happened. Yep. Okay, that happened. That already happened. Yep. Yes. Oh, yep. Merciful. Okay. Go ahead and roll it, my guy. Let's see what your first one is. Again, you're trying to decrease from fifty to zero. From fifty to zero. Yep. Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay, that is seventeen. Okay. All right. So fifty minus seventeen is forty-three. Thirty-three. 33. 33. Go to make perception check. Make perception check. Okay. Uh, that's a th- uh, 13 this time. Hey, all right. Uh, you kind of get the something. sense that somebody's watching you as you're doing this. Do I know where he's at, like, in the room? <laughs> uh, you, you can tell he's behind you. Yeah. Like directly behind me? Not directly behind you, but he's oh, okay. behind you working on something, but you feel like he's watching you. Mm. Tell Mook. Uh Bertram's gonna look back real quick. You you quickly catch him turning back around. Give him the blue steel. Come on. Go ahead okay. and roll roll again. Wait, before unless, I roll unless again. You want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey, tell him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Bertram. Do, do, are you, you peeping on what I'm doing? <laughs> um, I mean, I just, I just, I just saw you doing something over there. Um, but I'm just working you, on my stuff, you know. Did Did you want Did you want to come over here? I mean, yeah. If you're asking. I mean, if you're bored, why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I think we got things under control in the in the engine right now. A couple of introverts trying to put. Do you want? Do you, do you cool. want me to? I don't do know. You, do, do if you want, you want to? Or is this what I mean, you yeah, want to? It's yeah. cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I asked. Do you okay. want me to? Is this how we're uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. And you see him walk over. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me, please. Investigation? Investigation. Oh, tell me. All right. Oh, that's a, that's a dirty 20, sir. Ooh. You notice that he's limping on a different leg. Wait, okay. So, like, <laughs> wah, before wah, wah. he was limping on his right leg, and now he's limping on his left leg. Okay. Okay. Wow, you're looking in a mirror. I know what's happening here. <laughs> Just turn around. Yourself. You're in the mirror turn dimension. Turn around. You're in the mirror dimension. Get out. my guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he comes over to the workbench. Okay. He goes, oh, oh, that's cool. That's oh. that's pretty cool. Are you, uh, it looks like a bag of holding. Is that what you're making? Yep, I am. You're you're making it in in the shape of a scabbard or a sheath. Yeah, I I mean, so I have this this big ass scimitar here, and <laughs> I am very tired of holding it in the way you would typically carry one of these because that sucks. So I want to make it suck less with this. Oh yeah. Um, I can, I can help you with that, Bertram, if you, if you want, I hope. Couldn't hurt. All right. Uh, and you guys get, get to work on your, on your tinkering. Go ahead and roll this time with advantage. Okay. And you also get one additional roll as well. Oh, damn. Okay. So that is... 15 for the first one. And then... Oh boy, that is. Okay. Ooh, I should probably wear my glasses. Okay, so sick. 19? 19, okay. So you got 14 left on your DC, diminishing DC. Uh, he, he looks over. He, you catch him kind of looking over and he kind of smiles. He's enjoying himself. You uh, want to smoke? He offers a cigarette. Oh, man. No, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Not this do time. You, Not this time. Do you care if I do? No, please. Please do. Please do. Oh, he got he lights it up. He's in he's in he's in the mood now. He's he's tinkering. <laughs> nice. All right, go to, go and make your last roll. Or no, you got this one and then one more if you need it, because you got Talmud helping it. Oh, OK, cool. Uh, Talmic is an asthmatic. That's why he doesn't smoke. He's a dragonborn asthmatic. <laughs> In case you guys didn't know. So I got I got fifteen. Oh, hey, shit. Oh, did it. Baby. Twelve Zoinks. plus three. There we that go. Proficiency <laughs> came in real handy. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. No, it's embroidered so and shit. Explain. Explain how it's this just a crown looks. royal bag. <laughs> so. I mean, crown royal bags are good for everything. <laughs> they <honest>. really are. <laughs> if I made a bag of holding, it would be a crown royal bag for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so the, how to describe it? I, I mean, I could show you, but I just need to figure out. Okay, so you know those uh, like hard plastic like uh, knife holder things? Okay, so it's kind of like that, but it's a little boxier, and uh, one edge kind of is flared out so that when he pulls the scimitar out, he doesn't have to just, like, pull it straight. He can pull it down and out. Nice. And um, there are 
like the runes he puts on everything so that like that's how he channels his artificer stuff or just like emblazoned on the front it's got a little in gold uh, i mean sure why not yeah i like that let's do gold yeah tell tell him what goes he goes uh hey bertram i got some gold if you want to uh use it you you you'd put your gold on it. You don't have to. Leave it up. You don't hey. wanna... No, this thing this thing's badass. We need it. We need it. We need to use it. We need to use it. One hundred percent on board. Then let's do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he like giddily like goes over and like gets the gold and brings it over and you guys finish it up and it's fantastic. What, and you notice. To say that he was skipping while doing this, because <laughs> what you just did made me think that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, okay, so he giddily limps over, and you notice that he's back to limping on his right right leg. <laughs> oh man, there's so many questions that Bertram is just too yeah, awkward what to the ask. Heck? Now, as you guys are finishing this dope bag of holding, Brill walks in the door. Uh, looking for Tamuk. What's up, man? Oh, hey. And yeah. I don't, I don't really give uh, Bertram. Not to be rude. I'm just kind of in a, you know, a robot mood. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> just feeling robot. It's <laughs> a robot mood. He's feeling very mechanical right now. <laughs> so it's going through the motions. <laughs> so, uh. Just feeling uh, like a non-organic life form. You so know? Brill... You know, happens to the best of us. Talmud right? looks over at Brill. He goes, Brill, is it your uh, weekly tune-up here? Yep. All right, come on over to your station. Yep. And he already has, like, everything laid out for Brill because they do this all the time. And uh, Talmud looks at Brill and he goes, Brill, hmm. are you okay if Bertram watches what we do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm just the same pieces of scraps that you and he used to make stuff, so nothing right. he hasn't seen before. If he's really into that kind of thing. Okay, enough, enough said. Enough <laughs> said. Watch. Enough said. Uh, he goes, hey, Bertram. Yeah. You want to work on Brill with me, man? You want to work whoa, on Brill with me? Whoa, 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 whoa. If, no, if that's he's, a little, oh, if he's cool with it. I'm sorry. That's a little, that's whoa. That's know, right. this guy to Do you at least, me. do you... Do you just want to watch? I'll, I'll fix you, bro. Do you want to watch Bertram? I mean, yeah, I could help too. I mean, you see my my companion here. I'm well versed on working on mechanical beings. Nice. And then bro whips out his 10-inch pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally... Can you work on this? Oh, my gosh. It was a matter of time. Bertram, <laughs> Bertram is intimidated by no pipe. <laughs> so, after... After... You guys are, are working on, on Brill. Talmud shows you like how Brill's inner work, how, how he's kind of put together and how it's completely different from any other Warforged that he's seen and you've possibly seen. So now you you are able to heal Brill okay, in situations. Uh, you have a reflavored healing word okay, that you can do once a day for Brill, if you want to write that down. As well as... I like that. That's Talmuk nice. also at the end of the day as you guys are, are kind of packing up getting ready to, to sleep he throws you your gun you didn't notice that he took it from you uh, oh boy. and he goes I fixed it for you and you have permanent plus one to your one of your revolvers Ooh. plus one plus one attack and plus one bonus uh, damage Dante's feeling generous, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. man. Let's take advantage okay. of this mood. I know. I'm just going to put that Except... on the one I took it off of. <laughs> Thank you, my lord. Thank you. <laughs> but let's uh, also acknowledge have... that a dragonborn just stole this gun. Sneaky. I mean, knowing it. Very sneaky. A little to, sneaky tonight. To be fair, underestimating the sneakiness. not his strong suit. 
So. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Can't imagine why. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, so when it comes to Brill, the so Bertram's worked on a bunch of like super weird and unique like battle bots essentially. Yeah. That mean like I can do the healing word thing like with my proficiency and all that. Um. Yeah, that's fun. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're going to cut over to Oren. You dealt with Warhick uh, after you guys boarded. Mm-hmm. It's call, calling you over. Uh, you guys hashed it out like you always do. You made him realize that 12 earlobes is absolutely ridiculous to ask for. Out of the question. Uh, and a- you got him down to five. You got him down to five. So <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's looking for five. <laughs> Freely given earlobes. <laughs> I think Brill would give one if he had one. Uh, or he would just go get the others and no questions asked. Knifey, knifey. Yep. <laughs> um, so he's content for now. He's content for now. For now, okay. So after you do that, when would you like to talk to Degello? Uh This is going to be kind of like later on that evening... Everybody's kind of wound down for the evening, and uh, we're up on the the deck. It's just after sunset kind of thing, and things are real quiet. He just wants a quiet word with her. Okay. You see that she is just looking out. She's at the bow, bow of the ship. She's kind of just looking out with her arms crossed. You notice that she's holding a, a glass in, in one of her hand. Um, wine. She loves wine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and you notice down on the floor there's a glass and a wine bottle um, for you as well Uh, this is kind of your guys what you guys do it's a tradition if you will Mm -hmm. she hears you coming (laughs) instead of fiddler on the roof it's pirate on the ship (laughs) but you dance just as lovely <laughs> she hears you coming. She goes, Captain, how's your day? Eventful. Let's just call it eventful. And uh, he, he scoops up the glass and pours himself a glass of wine as is expected and normal for them. And uh, he, he is quiet for a minute, just kind of staring out over the bow. And uh, he's uh, the gala. Uh, I have a question for you. Now you'll yeah. notice that yeah, um, I, I think I've mentioned before that uh, Oren sounds like kind of a cross between uh, uh, what is it? Uh, David Bowie in Labyrinth and and one of the, one of the vampires from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, right? Uh, yep. That's that's <laughs> just like his appearance and his clothes and kind of his whole vibe that he gives out. That's that's his his facade. He likes to put on airs, and that's kind of his thing. But uh, as he as he kind of like comes out of that mode, be it in uh, combat or just a serious conversation or winding down, he sounds much more like a uh, uh, aging Billy Idol. So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> So he stares out over the bow a little bit, and you know he's just kind of looking around. It's real quiet. And he's thoughtful. He's thinking. He's trying to. He's trying to figure out how to put this. He's together. We've uh, we've sailed together for a while now. Yeah. 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 We are. Yeah. I don't think it's ever come up, but are you superstitious at all? Now, normally Degel is pretty sarcastic, even when she talks with the captain. Uh, she looks at Oren. She goes, you know, I was, but until you saved me, I put all my faith in you. Mm-hmm. What's on your mind, Captain? <sighs> Can't quite wrap my head around what we're dealing with here together. These, uh, the bodies, what's been done to them, you know. Never seen anything like it. It's not right. It's not right. What did it seem like, Captain? 
It's not natural, that's for sure. And Lord knows we've seen enough of magic. This land and others, we've seen several forms, and... Have you ever seen anything do that to a body? Unknowingly, at the, at the word of magic, she unknowingly uh, rubs her, like, behind her neck and her upper back. She goes... Yeah, we've seen we've seen enough magic for our lifetimes. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on either. I wish you'd have been there to see Captain Raveda. The shape he was in, something is off. It's got my hackles up. I tell you, I don't like it. Well, it seems like there's always something up with Captain Raveda. Again, now she has that glint in her eye that she usually does. She goes, Captain. We've sailed all over Orthane. You and I have both been o overseas, other lands. There's nothing we can't handle. Hmm. That may be true, but I'd still like to know the nature of what we're about to handle. I think it's safe to say, love. Captain Raveda, as you and I know him, he's gone. That man, that was no Raveda. Well, we're in Majors Hall. I can look into it. I'll take Ace with me. We'll we'll go and find things out. Do me a favor. Do it quiet, like subtle. Always. Yeah, that guy was a dick. Jesus Christ! What? Who's a bathroom what? up here? <coughs> what are you doing up here? <coughs> I'm up there holding my crossbow. <laughs> my replica crossbow. <laughs> Uh, the guy has no eye for uh, for patterns, like too many patterns. Literally, they're conflicting. They're all conflicting. Yes, yes. Stripes and plaids. Stripes a, and plaids. What the pattern. devil do you want, man? What? He's been, oh, he's been uh, he's been up there the whole time, Captain. You honestly didn't notice that. You're losing your touch, Captain. Hell. Been here for I don't know 10, 15 minutes. Well, perhaps I was relying on my first mate to warn me about such things. And I wanted to. Uh, sorry, you guys were having like a. A moment, but I, I was just looking for the bathroom. And, uh, to find you guys have a really nice ship. Uh, I really like good, good bones, good bones on the ship, you know. I mean, oh, I, you, I do you know your way around a ship, Mark? Uh, you know, I really haven't, I haven't been on a bunch, but, uh, you know, my, my dad and I used to, uh, build models, like model ships and stuff. Ships. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And we'll what, stuff. Tell me more, sir. What what uh what do you know about this vessel here? What are you what do you think of the Wanderer so far? Oh uh, it's good. Yes, yeah, please, very please very tell us please tell us more what you Can think of the Wanderer. Yeah, or, Oren kinda of shares a look <laughs> with uh Degella kind of smiling <laughs> Yes, yes, tell us. Uh you know it's got a... It's got sleek lines, like when, uh, one of my mm. favorite ships was the, like, the mm -hmm. A-9 Arbiter. That was my, one of my dad and I's favorite, because oh, it's like, yeah. good lines on the ship, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lines, mm. like, yes, uh, lines. Uh, uh, the uh, disrupt Disruptor class heavy cruisers, and we used to... We used to build the light market freighters, which was like what mm. you know people just Did distribute we, goods in. During and... this, like have like a quick like zoom out <laughs> shot of them all next to each other. <laughs> Bertram is like smoking, trying to be by himself, and sees all these people talking and just trying to ride around. <laughs> he goes back where he came from. Yeah, we used to pretend that like we they were shipping more, contraband more. and Boring, uh, you know you, we were doing come down. Can you please come down, Mark? You're still you're still up, up in the bird's nest. Come down, please. Oren oh, has yeah. given up on yeah, the glass. He tosses the glass overboard and just drinks right from the bottle, rolling his eyes. <laughs> oh, by all means, join us, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll climb right down. Do you mind if I just like just go over the over the over the the, the port? What? I don't know. I don't know ship words very well, but well, you would get more bow? style points. Yes, jump on down. Yes. Okay. Cool. Bad axe. Degella drinks. Uh, she just downs her glass, and she's just, uh, just like holding it up to her, her chin right here, just like looking at Mork, smiling. This is me trying to get down, <laughs> straddling the the railing, my, like... my big ass crossbow, <laughs> and then 
And then just as you get to the bottom, you feel something on your buttocks. <laughs> and it's, whoa, whoa. And it's, and it's Brill's giant arms fully extended. He's like, looks like you needed some help. Oh, oh yeah, thank you. Actually, I was scratching my crossbow all the way down, so I appreciate it. Why? Your hands are bigger than I thought. Degella, uh, she goes, Mark, can I... Can I see that crossbow again? I didn't get a good look at it when uh, you first showed me. Oh my god, are you a fan? <laughs> are you, do you read the graphic scrolls? She this holds one's her, from, her uh, hand up. <laughs> yeah, here, take a look. This one's from the Harpy. Uh, have you, do you know about the Harpy? This is issue 56. No, I do not. Can I see, <laughs> oh. the, can I see the crossbow, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. Admire the craftsmanship, m'lady. There's, uh, you can see the, uh, the embossing done there. The, uh, More he, like, crossbow, it too. please. <laughs> it's, like, pretty special to be here. If you're a fan, like, you can hold it if you want, but, yeah, just be, don't get any, like, fingerprints on it. Cause Orin quietly reaches put, over put and refills Degella's glass. <laughs> she goes, thank you, Captain. Degella takes the crossbow. She looks it over. It's five piece, huh? She looks at, at Mork. She has like her eyes are smiling at Mork. She's she's enjoying this, and she takes it in her left hand. She kind of holds it out like she's gonna shoot it. Looks at it, inspects it. She takes her hand, other hand behind her back, and she pulls out a, a knife. Whoa! She goes, Mork, fine crossbow. Hands it back to Mork. Hey, holding hey. The, now holding holding the knife by the blade and this is again she's known you for about a day now <laughs> no maybe day maybe day and a half no. <laughs> she holds the knife in front of Mort's eyes and she very closely now she's really close to Mort she goes oh. do you know why this knife is special Mort because it's enormous. <laughs> Orin is trying not to laugh out loud right now in the background. Uh, He's kind of shaking and quaking with laughter. She goes, no. She goes, this knife was given to me by our captain here. And he told me that it's now my, my knife. She hits you on the forehead with the knife, the butt, uh, of, the, butt of the end. <laughs> but it's special now because it's yours. Then uh, she puts it in your hands. Uh, he instantly starts blushing. She drains her drink and she walks away. I think he just like drops the crossbow just right on the floor. <laughs> Orin just oh, walks over and puts his arm. Orin puts his arm over Mork's shoulders and hands him his glass as he continues to drink from the bottle. Infinite mystery, the woman. Well, all women, really. I just never really understood them. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Nice knife. That's a freaking sweet knife. It's bigger than my fork. Look at, look at this thing. It's bigger than my face. Yes, walking wow. away. I could never use it. Wow. And then he's going to, like, go off somewhere that's clear and just start, swinging it around. Where am I going to keep this thing? <laughs> With that knife, it's now called Mork's knife, okay? <laughs> you have advantage with it when Orin is in your eyesight. Okay. Line of sight. Mm. Cool. He's okay. just constantly staring at Orin now. From a Um awesome. And the so, name of that knife is Don't Make It Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, not munchable for Mark. <laughs> the creeper. <laughs> so, Tagella walks off. You guys are there at the bow of the ship, kind of looking out at the sky as you, as you are on your way to Mages. You guys go to bed. Everyone make perception checks for me, please. Perception. Perception. Oh, we do. We roll things. Orin gets a fifteen. Not great. Is a five. Yikes. Eesh, I got a seven. 
Dude, Bertram's just stoked he has a friend he doesn't actually have to talk to right now. That's what's happening. Whew. So, Oren, with that 15, 21. you hear... Nice. You and Brill instantly hear it. And you hear cawing and screeching. Not crap. Above. Oh, no. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm just going to cry. <laughs> I just hate birds. <laughs> Oren looks down at Brill and get Ace now. And uh, even before Oren had said that, Brill was already I was hopping out of bed. Are we in hammocks, I assume, like on a boat? Like a master and commander? Sure, yeah. At least, well, or maybe like Captain or treasure planet kind of thing. I was thinking more like Firefly, Ooh. how each one has their own rooms. But yeah, if you want hammocks uh, instead, I'm okay <laughs> with that. I just uh, just been in a master and commander movie. Maybe that's uh... <laughs> that's too classy. We're gonna go with Firefly. <laughs> I don't know if classy is the right word. <laughs> so yeah, Brill Brill heads off. So Oren, do you go above deck? Oren, do you go above deck? Yes, Oren's gonna uh, Oren's gonna go up uh, cautiously, and he's he's got. His gun, he's got honor drawn and ready, but yeah, he's he's going up, eyes on the, the sky, and kind of looking around to see what's going on. You see up above you blackness, darkness. Second look, you see that it, the darkness is moving, and you start hearing caws and screeches, and all of a sudden you hear, Captain! Captain! <laughs> Warwick, what the devil is going on, man? We're in trouble, Captain! We're in trouble! Don't <laughs> roll initiative. Everybody oh, boy. And that's here. where we will end this week's ah. episode. Oh, oh, come on, you guys. Oh, oh, that's by a thousand crits. I don't know crits. if you know this, but so initiative is the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Substitutes got ahead. <laughs>